I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 no. <gasps> Get a hold of yourself. There's a bill that will turn you, the good guy, into a class six felon. That's only a five-year jail term, so what are you complaining about? Uh, good point. We'll explain coming up. Actually, Philip Van Cleve will help us explain. Hey, the movie, A Christmas Story, that must be offensive to the anti-gun lab, don't you think? It is to me. Horribly offensive. And December 9th, Monday, Rally for Freedom. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Well, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. And thanks for all the uh, prayers and thoughts for me. I really, I really do appreciate it. I got uh, all kinds of yeah, people love emails and such while I was in the hospital uh, again. I can't go back. You ever. <laughs> I give up. I refuse hospitals. to go back. And I refuse to go good. back. You shouldn't go back, ever. I actually, this time it's caused by, uh, here's something to think about. You yes. go to the dentist, you know, you, you go to the hospital first and fall down and break a tooth. Okay. So you have to go to the dentist. So you, you go to the dentist, you have them pull that tooth, and uh, next thing you know, you're sick 24 hours later, and you have. So you did lie to me. You said it was a flu. I didn't, I didn't know. I know. I'm kidding with you. I, I, it was flu-like you know what? symptoms. You would never but know. Looking at you now, you're a phenomenally good-looking human being, and you would never know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are, too, uh, my brother. I mean that with all my heart. All right, we Just are. Just kidding. But anyway. Back. The two-headed talk show. Yeah, I'm good. back. Thank you. Good to and you. I'm not going anywhere again, so take that, brother. Oh, gosh. Uh, Don't ever threaten me like that. No, I'm kidding. That's it's obviously not a threat. It's a promise. All right, we are up and running here. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366 on this Friday afternoon. Coming up at 5. Um, Medicaid expansion and Ralph Northam. Northam lied about it, and he changed the game. Do you think uh, he really lied, or I, he just didn't know what, what the hell I, he was talking about the first time? <laughs> that's possible. So he said, uh, let me do this. All right. You Maybe think? so. Well, Kirk Cox thinks he's was deceitful. We'll talk about that coming up at five. Well, and you know, he's been deceitful, of course. You know, Beto, our, our blackface governor, uh, ba- Beto, blackface, Northam. So, and then uh, also at five, um, impeachment. Well, apparently, wasn't black enough. I don't even know what that means. We'll <laughs> discuss it coming up at five four five four thirteen sixty six. But first. This is at a fever pitch at this point. It, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable how Virginia, first among uh, the people of America with freedoms and liberties, uh, the first among uh, great minds that gave us the Declaration of Independence, great minds who gave us uh, the Bill of Rights with James Madison, Patrick Henry, George Washington, Richard Henry Lee, Thomas Jefferson. I might add. And Richard, did I mention Richard Henry Lee? Only a few times. Uh, this is now, Virginia is now ground central for tyrannical government. 
All, all so maybe Scott that Lee should be either. the new slogan instead of Virginia is for lovers. Virginia is for tyrannical <laughs> exactly. government. Except there's one thing. There's Welcome. This, there is this flag that flies Pull over. Pull to the side. Let us check your car for guns. It, there's this flag that flies over the Capitol. It reads six separate tyrannists, death to tyrants. I guess Ralph Northam and uh, Dick Sasslaw uh, didn't recognize that. Do you well, realize no, what's going we're on the here? tyrants. If we own guns, we're the tyrants. You know, isn't it funny how it's turned like that? A firearm owner is a tyrant, and you could get one to five years in jail. This is how it is now looked at. There is a bill that is proposed by Dick Sasslaw, among a couple other Democrats, that would actually make you a felon. The gun on my hip would me? make me yes. a felon. Now, that's, the gun on my ankle would make me a felon. The one on my hip would make me a double felon. And the AR-15. And the rifle in my trunk would make me a triple felon. Yeah. I wonder if I get 15 years or just the normal five for a class six felony. And isn't this the point? Because you are such a bad guy. And we've always made this point. I suck at life. No, you don't. So I must carry a lot of lead, flying lead, if I decide. Every single, and I guess this is the kind of the point. This is why people are... I've had it, and that's why December 9th, Monday at one o'clock, you can join us at the um, at the Capitol Square for a rally that is put on by Virginia First Foundation. They're putting this on because. Are you inviting me? No, I didn't think no, so. No, they're not allowed to go. Actually, it is. Well, by, that's why it's far from invitation only, Goober. Anybody can go who is concerned about their Second Amendment rights, or let me just say this: any rights, because the Second Amendment, if attacked is the opening to every other, every other right you have is now at risk. You're even seeing it, so I'll, I, I can't be there. I just can't. Yeah, well, I know. It'd drive you crazy. I'd probably make well, it. It would drive me crazy. Uh, you drive me crazy. <laughs> That's right. But That's I wasn't right. invited, so I can't be there. But everyone out there is invited. Oh, Y'all sure. are all invited. Everyone but you. I'm the only right. one on the planet that that's wasn't, not invited. You didn't get a personal invitation? No, I didn't. Guess you, no one you did. You thought I was going to be no one got either a dead or in the hospital. <laughs> it's not true either. All right, so there are, people have had this. This, this, this fever pitch is, is running crazy because this is a legitimate concern to your liberty. It is a legitimate concern. To you. And, and interesting enough, it's you, the surf and peasant, who is giving these rights to this government to... I like to, being some, a peasant. Some, to somehow protect you as... Bread, bread is my friend, so I go around and eat loaves of bread, and mm-hmm. I'm a peasant. Meanwhile, Dick Sasslaw just taps you on the head, says, don't worry, we'll take care of you, Richard. Give me your guns. We've that's got her, this. Yeah, that's right. Look, there's Scott. Turns that, his back and I poke it, him. It's crazy to think that we are stick. in a place where Virginia was first among freedom and now is the very foundation of a battle for it. And make no mistake, the country's looking at us. We have all these sanctuary uh, counties you know now. What? You know, to, to think that there could be some kind of uh, little battles around the state, like uh, you know, a civil war type thing, and uh, we have a sheriff here in Virginia that said he he will deputize as many people as he needs to to protect your Second Amendment uh, Amendment rights. That's going to happen if they try this crap. It's a, they're going to have a problem. They come knocking on doors, say, give me your assault weapon. Or well, whatever they think so it I'll is. I'll give you the front end of it. I mean, they're not, they're, <laughs> people the are not going to give up their they're weapons. Not. They're not. And this is what's crazy is people actually think that it would. But you're 
point about the Culpeper County Sheriff. Yeah. Scott Jenkins. He's Truly great America. You know what he said? He said, look, if there's going to be a law that makes me go arrest or take the guns from these people, I'm just going to deputize them. There's going to be instant deputies. How about I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out to that Cul- is phenomenal. Culpepper uh, Monday and see if I can get deputized. Scott Jenkins is, an, is it a, a, a true Truly you know great what? America. Here's the thing about him. The thing about him. There's a thing about him? The, 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 I had no here's idea. Here's the point about him. Oh, Would no. you like me to change it to make that statement? Is the point about him. Tell the, me. the point about him is he's in the mold of Jefferson, Madison, Henry. This is the kind of guy that in the founding of the country would say, wait a second. We have every God-given right to protect ourselves, not against each other or someone else, but against you, Dick Saslaw. You, the state government, who wants to say that you're going to protect me while taking my gun from me is not protection. It's tyranny. And people have had it. I'm going to start selling doorbells that say... If you've come for the guns, you better run. <laughs> right. They press the button and goes, if you come for the guns, you better run. Well, here's the deal. They probably, that, that would, it, it that probably would work. won't happen that, that way. That would sell. It, it would sell. I, I doubt that the government will go door to door, but when they find you pulled over in your car with one of these weapons, they will arrest you, and you will be a felon. And that Class is non-American. Felons un-American. With, with a five-year jail sentence looking you in the eye. I'm sure there's some people. How, how does that grab you? I'm sure there are some people who are saying, you know what? Um, you guys are are too too conservative on guns or too crazy on guns. But I won't. Let, let me remind you of something. The Lee crazy brothers, on guns. We only carry two to three at a time. Right. Well, the Lee brothers' position is the exact same position of the founding fathers. The exact same. So who's moved? You and I have been standing here for over 240 years, standing right here and never moved on principle. We've been on the air that long. (laughs) (laughs) But we've never, but my point is we've never moved from our position. The left goes radical left and looks at us and thinks that we're crazy. We've never moved. We've been standing in the same position of the United States of America's founding for 240 years. We're not the radical ones. It's people like Dick Sasslaw and those in the General Assembly on January that are the radicals. And which party is this? This is the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, at some point, right. is going to implode. Has to. I mean, these people are going nuts. They're crazy. Join They're us. literally crazy. Join us Monday, 1 p.m., Capitol Square, December 9th, for the rally to, to uh, uphold the freedoms that God has given you. All right, coming up, a gentleman at Henrico County arguing for a sanctuary in Henrico County on the Second Amendment. you got to hear his words. They're spectacular. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. <laughs> of 40 caliber shells in my stocking, please. That's what you'd like. Yes. 40 caliber shells. 40 caliber rounds. Yeah. Hollow points. No, I don't need hollow points. Just for practice. I use hollow points when I'm not 
on you're track using hollow points when you might have to gun somebody down and you don't want to hit the people standing behind them. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling you. All right, Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment, using the second only when necessary. Phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. This um, sanctuary county movement for the Second Amendment has caught fire, not only here in the Commonwealth, the home of Jefferson and Madison and Patrick Henry, but they're on the country. The, the 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 pitch in which people are talking about what's happening here in Virginia is amazing. But what happened at Henrico County this week was also amazing. A gentleman by the name of Mr. Holmes approached the microphone and wanted to argue for Henrico being a sanctuary Second Amendment location in the county. No way. And um, I live in Henrico County. Not happening. G- good or bad? What? Are you saying that's a... I don't know what you're sanctuary saying. Sanctuary city? Sanctuary Second Amendment County. Oh, Sanctuary Second Amendment County. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Have you been sitting here the whole time? Okay. Or is that just, no, okay. I was out in the hall. A few minutes <laughs> that's ago. true. I was hunting donuts. <laughs> there's no donuts out there. You said there were. All right, so you Mr. just wanted me out of the room. <laughs> now there's a pizza. Go check it out. Uh, Mr. Holmes. I'll be back. Mr. Holmes uh, approached the Henrico County officials. And he made a great case for why he has to carry a firearm to protect his own home. I don't know that it matters, but I think to the left it does. Mr. Holm happens to be a black man. I don't. That doesn't matter to me or anyone else. I'm sure it matters to the left. It don't matter to me. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter to me. But the left thinks it does. So a black man by the name of Mr. Holmes, Henrico County, I'd like step, to meet this man. steps up to the microphone and talks about tyranny of government. Here's how he started. They want to ban weapons with thumb holes, folding stocks, threaded barrels, chokes, magazines. It pretty much covers all firearms that are worth yeah, anything. Pretty much. Shotguns and rifles. You can carry an old western style revolver, I guess. Red flag laws bring armed citizens into confrontations with our police officers and that never turns out well. Red flag laws will also be abused by groups such as Antifa and the Resist People, who believe in their motto being any means necessary to disarm you or to get their point of view across. Why do I need an AR with 30 rounds? I only target practice enough to train. I don't hunt. Because they don't make one with 50 rounds. I need it because the Second Amendment says my rights shall not be infringed. By the way, Mr. Holmes does a great job here of, of talking about what's in the bill. But isn't it interesting? His, that his we perception are, is interesting. You know, in a confrontation with the police officer never, never ends well, so I have to carry a firearm? That's not what he said. Yeah, he is. I, it is not what he said. That's not back. at all what he said. Play it back. Don't need to play it back. Because it, back. what he, he said was red flag laws. Mark smacking. Red flag laws cause tension between the law abiding and the police. And that's, a, that's legitimate and it's real. But it's interesting that somebody from government has now made the citizens of Virginia question the need for something. He even stated it. Why do I need an AR-15? What do you mean? Why is the government now telling me what I need? That is a problem. The government should never tell me what I need. The, the words of a tyrannical dictator always start with, you don't need. What comes after that is completely irrelevant. But a government official should never look at the serf and peasants of Virginia and say, you don't need. 
Who are you to decide what I need, Dick Sasslaw? That's, that's, this, this is a free nation. It's a free country. It's unbelievable that someone could stand this up and say that. I wonder if they, if I made a tennis ball cannon like we used to do as kids, would they take it from me? You don't need one. I don't need it, but it sure was fun to shoot the thing. (laughs) We used to bounce it off the the roof of the church over there, Laurel. I mean, I mean, that's the problem with this. You don't need are the first three words. But I do need my tennis ball cannon because yeah, they're fun. It's, it is too cool, and I built it myself. Mr. Holmes continues at the Henrico County Some soup cans. Listen. Today we have presidential candidates promising everything for free. Where's that money going to come from? How are you going to get it? From you. Today we have congresswomen telling us we can't eat this food or we can't eat that food because it's bad for the environment. How are you going to make me not eat that food? So he's painting a picture here. kill off the cows? Here, here he's painting a picture. The picture he's painting is saying, look at this government's demanding these things of me. How are they going to enforce it? They're going to enforce it by taking my guns and making me. And he's saying this is a tyrannical government. Today we have congresspersons telling us to get in the face of our political opponents. I wish we could get him on the air. Today we have the IRS being weaponized against nonprofit groups, turning in their tax-exempt status because of their political beliefs. Yet I hear some people still continue to say... We don't need the Constitution anymore. He is exactly right. right. And they're Democrats. They're all Democrats that say this. Don't don't not think for a second this government isn't tyrannical. He just laid out the reasons why you need a Second Amendment to protect yourself. All right, take a quick break. 454-1366 more on the backside. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Don't forget to join us here live Monday through Thursday. For America's least appreciated radio program, The Drive Home with Murphy, where you hear the funnest, the coolest, and the dumb right weirdest things in the world from Bill Murphy, Henry Freeman, George Ventura, Mitchell Kruger, and Tom Koppel. But don't forget the most important rule of them all, nobody puts a baby in the corner. Here on 1947 FM and 820 AM, we will show you why this is not your father's talk station. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. No game. I love Christmas. I do, too. You've never given me a gift. That's a lot. I want a present. All right, so... I don't care what it is. Mr. Holmes approaches the Henrico County... I like him and him. ...arguing for the Second Amendment. Here is the remaining part of his speech. <laughs> There's no more tyranny. I ask you today to protect me and my family. You're charged with the citizens of Henrico County. I don't want to end up a statistic. Mr. Holmes, uh, you're at the six-minute mark. I'm going to ask you. Sir. So I ask you to protect me. I ask you to make Henrico a Second Amendment sanctuary county. I ask you to do this not in defiance of the state, but to send the state a message that we stand united and that we support our citizens. Thank you. Thank you. Go, Mr. Holmes! You got a standing ovation. Lasted a extreme long time. What a great American. I'll sit back down if that's what you want. So, that's... That guy, if you're listening, Mr. Holmes, give us a call. Please give us a call. He's unbelievable. 454-1366. Unbelievable advocate for our Second Amendment freedoms and liberties. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is obvious. This is obvious. Do you have a government that's demanding things of you, and yet you're going to just simply turn over your firearms until you have a, a cap shooter 
And even that will eventually go away because uh, this does nothing to protect us. All right, you know, up. it's sad that he has to carry a gun to protect himself. Yeah. Philip it, Van, it is. Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. That's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNCW. Richmond's Conservative Compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Just after 434. I love that music. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his lab, sometimes it's one of the... You're much closer now. It's Richard Lee. It's in a fever pitch right now. Virginia has made its way back to the national map because we were first among many things, and now we're going to be the first, apparently, again, to fight for the Second Amendment. And it is uh, front and center, ground zero right here. There's a rally on Monday, December 9th. You know, Virginia's back front and center in an incredibly embarrassing way. Don't you agree? I mean, this this should embarrass everyone in the state that they want to take, essentially take our Second Amendment rights away. Right. And it's, it's and it should be why, embarrassing. That's why at 1 p.m. on Monday, there'll be a rally at the Capitol Square. One of the speakers is Philip Van Cleve. He's the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And a truly great American. He will be at the rally, and he is also on our phone lines right now. Hey, Philip. Hey, Philip. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. This is uh, a busy time, I'll tell you. I've never seen anything quite like this. Not even close. Yeah, I agree with you. You've been everywhere. I I, I listened to you on on a national radio show this morning. And you're a personal hero of ours. <laughs> you truly are. Um, I don't know what we do without you, Philip. Philip, a couple things I want to speak to you about. One uh, will be about the rally. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to talk to you about why this rally is so critical. Um, and SB 16 and this bill by um, the new tyrannical dictator, Dick Saslaw, is probably one of the worst I've ever seen. And I, and I mean, I'm talking even from a national level. Scary. It actually will make me, you, the law-abiding citizens, a Class 6 felon. A criminal. And, and how, how can they do that when, when the Second Amendment... I mean, how, how can they override the Second Amendment? How can they get away with that? Yeah, well, it's not, uh, you know, they just ignore it. And that's not going to work because um, we're not going to let it be ignored. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, we, we, I'm thinking of calling him Beto Saslaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already have Northam. Northam's now Beto. We've He's Ricket Ralph. We, we've uh, nicknamed Ralph Northam Beto Blackface Northam. So I guess it's Beto Dixlaw. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. you know, he wanted to take all our guns, too. But, yeah, yeah, the... Um, the uh, insanity of that, because all these bills, oh, you know, they're rushing because there's such a problem. You know, crime has been dropping and continues to drop. We've got way less violent crime this year than we did last year, and it's been on a slope downward. Meanwhile, gun ownership's been going up. The two are parting ways. More guns we're having, and the more people owning them, the less crime we've got. Right. That's, uh, that's statistically out there. 
And uh, what what they're what what they'll what they're going to do? They're this is an old game they play too. You know, I think they're going to take and put in a new bill and say, oh, oh, we should have grandfathered everybody that's got those AR-15s. Well, you know what? I know they're going to do that. And when they do it, we're not going to accept that either. Of course not. Uh, you know, I, we don't have the, the right to throw away the, the rights of, of other, old, of younger generations. Why, why is it okay for me to have the rifle, but not you know, the younger generations coming up? This grandfather thing, they're trying to, again, they're trying to divide. You know those that have them now from those those future generations. Aren't they we, saying we in this? let them do it. In this bill, doesn't it? You know, just do away with grandfathering. Well, well, what I'm saying is they're going to go. Oh, John, you know, we need to put in grandfathering, and they'll yeah. put in another bill. The idea is this: it's real simple. It's like, oh, first we're going to we're going to threaten to beat the the nuts out of them. And then we're going to back off and only lash them 10 times instead of 50 times. And we're supposed to be grateful. <laughs> and they're going to think like they got a deal. Yeah. No, oh, we're not a deal. How wonderful. That's, that's just incredible. You know, the, oh, this has worked in the past. We're not doing it. We're not doing any of this. There's going to be no compromise on this stuff. We've had it. There we've, shouldn't we've got be. more gun control than we need. And they're not going to, they can sweeten it up all they want. We're not taking the deal. Well, not a single thing in SB 16, and I've got the bill in front of me, not a single thing in that bill will do anything to solve anything they think it will. In fact, no. all it does, and Philip, we mentioned this a thousand times with you on the air, the only thing a new gun law will do is impact the law-abiding citizen. That is it. So us, us is who it's talking to. This bill impacts law-abiding people. Yeah, and on another yeah. note, they want, to, they want to release so many criminals for jail, from jail. They want to... <laughs> Yeah, and it's then crazy. If it crime up, then they can say, "Oh, we need more gun control." See, it's exactly. Okay, look, they are they are trying to achieve their real goal. It's not about crime. Don't fall for that. This isn't about crime at all. This isn't the same. You know, like you just said, it's not about crime. This is about eventually disarming us a step at a time. So first they're going to threaten everybody. With, oh, we're taking these guns. Now you can't even have them after July 1. Then they're going to sweeten it up and say, well, if you own one, we're going to let you keep it. And then they know once that generation or those people give up the guns and the next generation from then on won't have AR-15s anymore, no AK-47s. Pretty soon all they'll have is muskets, and then they'll figure a way to get rid of those. Yep. We, we have to stand up now and say no more, no more gun control, no more, we're done. I just wish. Shut, unless you pointed at a criminal. Show me something that goes after a criminal, then we can talk That's only a criminal. Great point. I just, I just wish the, the, the anti-gun left, uh, Dick Sasslaw is just a, a tyrannical politician. I'm not even worried about him. I'm talking about the people who actually, you know, they're, they're nervous about guns. They don't like that people have access to them. I just wish they would realize that the law-abiding citizen isn't the problem. And it's not even the gun is the problem. We got bad people. And the solution to bad people isn't restricting the law-abiding citizen at all. Yeah, I don't know why we keep having the, this conversation. It's like frustrating. You watch the media. It's all about guns. In other words, they're telling, it, it's like people aren't really thinking very far beyond their, 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 their right. armchair. They're not saying, wait a minute, it's the person pulling the trigger. They're not thinking that. Guns are treated differently than everything else. People are taught to think differently about them irrationally. Good point. To, to, to blame an inanimate object. This is all, look, it's all part of a push that's been going on for, for 50 years now to disarm us. And the trouble is they, they stupidly pushed too hard, too fast, and now they woke up. 
they woke up a sleeping giant. And I'm glad that giant woke up. I don't know where it's been all these years. Yeah, a no whole kidding. bunch of gun owners. You should see these meetings. It's unbelievable. You know, 1,000, 1,800 people standing outside a board of supervisors meeting. And that's what I want to ask you about. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this, this sanctuary county move. In your opinion, is this is this going to do anything, or is it pretty much a statement from the county? What, what do you think well, the, the, the reaction should be to this? It's a mixture of things. Number one, yeah, the county can, is very limited, and that's good in a way. We, we didn't want counties going off making their own laws, but this isn't making a law. This is telling Richmond, and specifically the Democrat leadership, that the the vast majority of the of the land mass of this people living in the land mass of this state, probably about eighty percent when we're done, <clears throat> don't want any more gun control. That's not what this election was about. In fact, that's what they tried to make it about. That Bloomberg put in millions, and his idea was let's make this about and and give a drive for gun control. Well. Right. All the really strong gun control delegates and senators all got reelected, many handily, and some they really pounded, and they still won by almost double digits. And a lot of the Democrats just squeaked in, and the reason they won is it was redistricting. It had nothing to do with guns. True. But they want to control the everything. Yeah. They just want to control everything. Yes, they do. Why, why can't they? Leave? Look, gun owners are law-abiding. We we. we don't break laws. We, we, you know, we live by the rules. Um, we're good people. Um, and we just want to be left alone. That's Leave right. us alone. Yeah. We're not doing anything wrong. Address the bad guys. When we buy a gun, we don't automatically go out and knock off a liquor store. <laughs> you would swear, if you, if you talk to the reporters and, and the other side, you swear that's exactly what happens. Because that's what they want everybody to believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a heck of a battle. In schools, or, you know, kids are taught to be frightened. If you even write the word gun, you could be expelled or whatever. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. That's the kind of fear they're putting in. I'm telling you, we're... We're in a world of trouble generally for this country. We're going to end up like Venezuela if we don't put the brakes on and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, my son was in elementary school. He's in high school now, but he drew a gun. He drew a gr- gun and he wrote, my future, <laughs> Under, <laughs> underneath it. And the Teacher teachers right. were not too cool about that, but I still have that picture. You should. Philip. That's yeah. very cool. The final, uh, yeah, well, the final point here is you just mentioned 1,800 people at a county uh, uh, meeting. And then Monday, we have a rally at 1 p.m. at the Capitol Square. Do you think that kind of momentum is going to help fuel this rally? Absolutely. It will. And by the way, before we get off, there's there's an an even bigger and more important rally coming up as well, and that's January 20th. 20th, yeah, Lobby Day. That's Lobby Day. We want an absolutely eye-popping Lobby Day, you know, I don't know how many tens of thousands will show up, but we need we need we need to to totally blow their minds in the General Assembly, where they just they're just standing there with their eyes glazed over no at the number of people protesting. Yeah, that, I hope it's the same for Monday. That would be awesome. I, I think it'd I be great, too. and uh, I know yeah. you're going to speak in there, and I, I look forward to seeing you yeah. as we uh, yeah, that, r- rally the troops. Be good as it on were. Monday. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think this is this is critical, folks. I mean, you need, you need to come if you can get out on Monday at one o'clock and and help uh, Philip and I, you know, make make the case for, for for something that's already been made, something that's already been enshrined as a right given to us by God. I guess we have to remind these people that that exists. Philip, you're a, a truly, uh, as Richard says, truly great American. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you. Okay, yeah, thanks for being on. You bet. Thanks, Philip. Philip Van Cleve, he's the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And a truly great American. All right, coming up.
Uh, your phone calls, 454-1366. But is the movie A Christmas Story now offensive to the anti-gun left? It should be when you actually hear it. That's next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. So I'm uh, I'm in the Christmas mood. So a couple good. Of go by, go shopping tonight and give me something. Yeah. So last night I <laughs> or two nights ago I sat down and watched a Christmas story. You ever seen the movie Christmas Story? Of course you have with Ralphie and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. It's the opening scene in this movie, I thought, how That's... can a leftist anti-gun or watch this movie and be happy? That's your favorite Christmas movie, I know. And they couldn't be happy. I mean, listen to this. Listen to how it opens up. Christmas gifts, the Red Ryder 200-shot range model air rifle. I mean, that right there would scare him to death. Oh, my gosh, a child looking for a gun? And then it continued. There he is, Red Ryder himself. In his hand was the knurled stock of as coolly deadly-looking a piece of weaponry as ever I had laid eyes on. Weaponry? Oh, my. I, weaponry. I would reject that movie. It needed to be rated R, quite honestly. I mean, A Christmas Story? Come on. It's horrible. A kid wants a... Now, the, the kid normal... kid wants a BB gun. Now, see, this... The Red Rider BB gun. This is the other problem with the anti-gun leftist crazed crowd. America is about firearms. America is about self-protection. It is about freedom and liberty. It is natural for a child, a boy, to want to have a BB gun at the age of 10 to act like he is protecting himself, his family, and his free. Yes, that's exactly how they think. Boys think that way. And most people don't even understand how a boy thinks or a man thinks. And so... To the left and to a radical leftist, I'm sure this movie would just get on their nerves, but they never understood how boys think. In the movie, it even said that. Mothers know nothing about creeping marauders burrowing through the snow toward the kitchen where only you and you alone stand between your tiny, huddled family and insensate evil. <laughs> That's so true, isn't it? That is so true how kids think. Yeah, it, it really is, and... <laughs> A boy needs, of course, a BB gun, a manly thing like a BB gun. <laughs> exactly. You know, they even make these plastic, this gun that shoots like a, it's the size of a BB almost, a plastic. Airsoft. It's called pellet. Airsoft. Yeah. yeah and I, I, yeah. I got one of those yeah. grenade and uh, that didn't go over very well. <laughs> it never did. I should have asked, you know, asking for forgiveness on that didn't work. It didn't work? No. We never have so, found the Airsoft gun. I don't know where it is. Really? That's terrible. No. But uh, anyway, Nate loved it for a short period of time. I just can't, I can't fathom how the left can even watch a Christmas story. Seriously. I mean, these anti-gun people are so, so eat up. Anti-toy, anti-toy guns. Uh, you know, Nate yeah, has right. almost every Nerf gun ever made. And that's okay. I remember. Why is that okay? When it, why why is that okay? And the airsoft's not okay. It was just a target gun. He's shooting thing. targets same with the thing. thing. Yeah, the little bullets were all over the place, and she'd pick them up in a vacuum. 
Remember when my... Uh, or I'd pick them up in the vacuum. Of course, I would fish them out. <laughs> exactly. Need them. Little things They're expensive. expensive. <laughs> you got to wash them off and use them again. I remember we had a neighbor uh, that lived next door to us when my boys were in this age range of, of 8 to 12. And they stepped in her yard one time with this airsoft. She came running out. Don't get on my property with those guns. And my boys came in and told me, I went, really? Let's go out there and play airsoft together, shall we? <laughs> she never came. That's not very friendly. That's what I thought. Totally not uh, not friendly, not American, so, and certainly not Christmassy. Did you go out in her yard with yes, your airsoft? I did. She never came back out. Yeah, she saw a man, a yeah, man out there. That's right. I was out there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> all right, your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six on this Christmas holiday four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM and eight twenty. WNTW. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. We don't know Jack or Bob or Fred or Tom. <laughs> I love Christmas. I really do love this time of I year. I do too. It's a, it's you know, I love it because the, the reason for the season. Uh, I love uh, it. You get it for the, the right true reasons. meaning. Sure you do. Of, of I understand completely. Actually, Georgetown, Delaware may not. If that, I didn't get a single gift from anyone except you, I could deal with it. You are a liar. As long as I get a gift from you. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a liar because he a, says, I want to get you something. <laughs> You'll appreciate this. There's a new policy in Georgetown, Delaware that prohibits the nativity scene in their town circle. So, so much for the reason for the season in that town. Where is okay. this town? Georgetown, Delaware. Now, I'm going to Delaware. Now, the town manager does say that, that it prohibits displays that can be blown away and blown around, and that's why they dis- <laughs> So they're expecting the some 150-mile-an-hour winds? <laughs> exactly. Is that what it well, is? Well, apparently it's, the nativity scene has been there for as long as they can remember. But and now it's never it blown away. Never blown away or got in the way of traffic, but they're saying it, that their new policy this year unintentionally Cause them to remove the nativity scene. Sure. So they're concerned about it getting blown out yeah. into traffic. If here's what they said: "quote If the winds kick up and there's not anyone there and stuff blows out in the traffic lane, oh no!" Unbelievable. You think it's a reason they, or do you think they just have this what intolerable I think, hatred for nativity? I think scenes? I think they have put a moron in a position <laughs> of making decisions like that, <laughs> and it's been a while. Since they've had anybody that stupid making those decisions, making those calls. Oh, well, hang on. I don't know about that. He's got a whole board that he works with. They oh, the whole it. board. Maybe yeah. they replaced the whole maybe board they, they with idiots. I think they should. Possibly. I'm saying maybe. Well, right now they've got a bunch of idiots in there, obviously. Uh, last year they had a nativity. They didn't make it take it down. Well, so it, this year they're making, there must be some new well, people. Let's see. Also last year. That are dumb as fence posts in there. It didn't blow into the street last year either. No, so it may, didn't. Or the year before the uh, year before, before that. In fact, it never has. <laughs> it never has. It's never That's moved. the weirdest thing. It's like us. Unbelievable. We've been standing been here, here for 240 years. 5,000 years. <laughs> never moved. We never moved. All of a sudden, the nativity will blow away. That's Dinosaurs growled at us. We never moved. All right, coming up. Impeachment. It wasn't black enough. And Medicaid expansion. Ralph Northam had lied about it. Really? That is next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. You're mocking me, aren't you?
It feels like rejection. It feels like heartbreak. It feels like betrayal. And it feels like I never want to love again. Well, holy smoke, you have to be so negative about it. I never want to love again. Yeah. Unless it's a field of butterflies. You know I love them butterflies. So butterflies, speaking of, stopped us from building the wall. I kid you not, you will not believe this story. And well, Trump, they can't get high enough to get over it, I guess. I don't know. Maybe the butterfly, the, the head butterfly was probably just a good lobbyist. Trump, Trump is so hateful that he changed the food stamp policy. And good. Wait till you hear about it. And impeachment. Apparently it wasn't black enough. What in the name of Sam Hill is going on? That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show on the planet outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. City on the James. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Traffic on 95 is bumper to bumper and southbound is backed up. We got the traffic cams up and running. And wow. Wow. It's really, really ugly out there. All right, 454-1366, Phone lines are open on your last hour on the drive home on this uh, Friday afternoon. Watching the uh, the big story this week was obviously impeachment. You know, they're going to write up articles of impeachment against Trump for for doing his... For doing stupid things that he didn't do. Hey, and, and of course, any you know... Reason, you know, they knew they had to impeach him or they couldn't beat, beat him. him. And, and the thing is... He's going to win in a landslide. You watch that impeachment crap's going to go right down the tubes. We'll see. That's possible. It's going to go down the tubes. Here's my prediction. Okay. Impeachment goes down the tubes. Yeah. Uh, Trump wins in the landslide. And, uh, you might as well flush your candidates like that because you've got nobody that can beat him. I just find this entire impeachment thing interesting. The high crime and misdemeanor is what I'm missing. Let's say Trump's a bonehead and did, in fact, say, okay, I want you to look into Biden. I mean, Obama leaned over to Putin and said before his election, um, hey, after the election, let's talk about things we can do. Right now, I can't say that. What's the difference? Right. What's the difference? Obama truly did that. I was a thug. (laughs) He is a thug. You know, the the dude is a thug, and he's a high-level thug. Right. High-functioning thug, whatever you want to call it. Thug general. I mean, he and Putin, he tried to be tight with Putin, and Putin didn't like him. He did not like him at all. He made fun of him. I don't like Putin. So here's, here's, here's the interesting thing about the impeachment, though. Of all things, apparently it wasn't black enough there were constitutional scholars that came to the uh the, the hearing how do you make it black enough you well, throw a few black guys in the mix and impeach them too i mean how question. do you make it black enough here's what congressman al green said what does that even mean of course it's crazy it's insane here's the insanity listen to it but i also rise today i rise today with heartfelt regrets heartfelt regrets it hurts my heart mr speaker To see the Judiciary Committee hearing experts on the topic of impeachment, one of the seminal issues of this Congress. It was. Hearing experts, Mr. Speaker, and not one person of color among the experts. Who thinks this way? Are you kidding me? 
No one in America watched that and went, something's missing here. They're all white. Who thinks this way? There's a warped, immoral way to think. Al Green is an idiot, and nobody thinks this way. I saw it, and I thought to myself, uh-oh. <laughs> There's no one of color up there. <laughs> Just a bunch of white boys. Could you imagine thinking this way? What is that, your brain? What that, is wrong that, with someone's that brain? That is a diehard racist. Racist. Of course he it is, is. He is. He Looking should not at, be in office. The man's a racist. Listen, Plain and simple. Listen he, to the he's the guy who said, we're not going to win in 2020 if we don't impeach Trump. He did say that. Here, here's, yes, the rest he did. Of, here's the rest of what he was saying. What subliminal message are we sending? <clears throat> what subliminal, subliminal, subliminal message? message? There is none. They got one built in telling them to go down to Joe's hamburger place. I mean, there, there is no <laughs> subliminal <laughs> message. I don't. It, you know, he didn't even. He obviously doesn't know what subliminal message means. There is something wrong with your brain if you think this way. If you saw the hearing and you came away from the hearing thinking there's no black person there, and what message does it send? You are an insane human being, and you're detrimental to the to the uniting of the country. I mean, what is wrong with this man? You're not going to unite it. Al Green's not going to unite anything except for a, a hostility. That's it. He's going to ignite two people, and they're going to be hostile towards one another because he he's right. such a stinking racist. He continues here. And not one person of color among the experts. What subliminal message are we sending to the world when we have experts, but not one person of color? Are we saying that there are no people of color who are experts on this topic of impeachment? <laughs> to the so world? We, need, we need somebody, a person of color, that's an expert on impeachment? Impeachment's impeachment. It I mean, you don't matter. need There's an no expert. Color. Either Color's the irrelevant. guy did something to be impeached for, or he didn't. As simple as that. And Trump did not do anything he, wrong. Al Nothing. Green. Al Green thinks the world watched that and went, where's all the black people? The yeah. the We're world. sending subliminal <laughs> messages. I tell you this. Holy moly. Hey, you leftist Democrat pukes who think this way, nobody thinks like you. You, you need to get some serious help. This is, this is signs of a mental problem. Nobody saw. I can't believe this actually is coming out of this guy's mouth because when I saw the panel, I wasn't going, man, where are the Mexicans? Where are the Hispanics? Where are the, where are the Chinese? Where's the... Asian Americans. Nobody thinks this way. The way this is, I'll get a subliminal message. <laughs> I'm going to get a subliminal. The whole world's getting subliminal messages. <laughs> Everyone, they're all sitting there going, oh, holy smokes, even if they're not watching it. It's like, holy crap, there's, there's no people of color. There's a subliminal message. No color, no people of color that are experts. He, can, he continues, if we must listen. I won't be able to eat dinner tonight. What is the message that we're sending? Yeah, Not like one person of color among the constitutional scholars. We ought to have balance as it relates to all aspects of society, and that would include people of color. Okay. So, Mr. Speaker, I rise today with great regrets. And say a bunch of nonsense. I rise today to say that this is not about Democrats. It's not about Republicans. It's about fairness. It's about whether or not we have matured to the point in this country where we're going to treat all people equally. It's about whether we have metamorphosed to a point where we wait, wait. will not... What's that word? 
Metamorphos? whether we have metamorphosed to a point. <laughs> metamorphosed? I never are those are the ones where we are, will not. As a metamorpho, the ones. Hey, Mark, can you look that word? Up? Well, so, you don't. Oh. oh. It's about oh. whether we have metamorphosed to a point where we will not allow committees to have persons appear without considering the diversity of the, and the richness of that diversity within this country. Wow. I think he, I heard okay. that word when I was out in the Vegas star system. Back when, you know, is this you, guy, you hit a black hole guy? and bingo, man, you're there. It's like unbelievably fast. Metamorphos. This guy, there's something so Don't wrong. call those aliens a metamorpho. They will get pissed big time, instantly. Is there something wrong with this guy? Are you kidding? This is a, you got to ask that question. That guy's a unbelievable nut. statement. Nut, nut, nut. He so should not he, even have been elected. They should have taken him out there in an, <laughs> in an inflatable <laughs> rubber suit and let him bounce around a room for a while. That guy is crazy. He actually thinks that when someone was picking constitutional scholars, that you should be judged by the color of your skin, not the knowledge that you have. The that chairman is backwards. The chairman should have said, "Stop right there, Mister Green. Stop right there." Um, Let's see, you're black, you're an expert, you know, stand up and talk. Oh, and you're next, Mr. Hispanic. Isn't that crazy? And they're Oriental down at the end. Yeah, hey, 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 Oriental dude. By the way, it doesn't end there. Next, we'll play for you why people think Kamala Harris is no longer in the race. You know what would have happened if, if they had had a black expert? It would not have been enough. There would have been needed more. Al Green would have been said... There's only one black expert. No, that's a good point. It's a good point. We need right. seven. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Will you check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com, please? Go there today. W- Go there today. <laughs> we'll be there waiting for you. TheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly to our page. There you'll find the myth of voter suppression, which is it's total myth. It's a lie. You'll love it. And, of course, details on the December 9th rally, Monday at 1 o'clock at Capitol Square. I don't believe voter suppression is, is a lie. It's a total lie. You the mean Democrats the love to oh. depress. I mean... Like when Obama was running, you had what? It's voter, it's voter depression. It's voter suppression. It's voter depression. When you don't have anybody worth voting for, you're depressed. You get you get depressed, and you could get suppressed. Okay, whatever. You, you know, for, for when Obama ran, Black Panthers, voter suppression. That's true. Which made people go home and have voter depression because they didn't get to vote. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six. I just want to see if you catch it. Good job. So on the view I'm this impressed. week, he's kind of kooky, isn't he? On, on the view this yeah, week, yeah, he this, is. He this, loves to watch is his it view. The, is it the Hoston woman? The 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 Hoston woman on the view. It's the black woman. Since we have to point out race now, went on to talk about how Kamala Harris is no longer in the Democratic primary race for president. Here's what she said about it, and it's just it's typical of the left. Imagine what it will be. But I don't think that you can look at that. 
uh, without also looking at the fact that as a woman of color, um, she also faced unprecedented sexism compounded by racism as well as, from as who? A, a female candidate of color. Mm-hmm. From who? From who? Good point. From who? Seriously, by the way, it's unprecedented. I mean, tell me, no, no, it's from un- who? By the way, it's unprecedented. You heard her say that. Unprecedented sexism and racism. Unpre- and in fact, it's never happened again. It's unprecedented, according to her. And it's all a pile of dinosaur dung. It's a bunch of crap. They're- it's unbelievable. So now, wait a minute. Now, now, yeah, now wait that's a minute. That's my uh, pet the, dog. The first reaction I have to this is your reaction. Like, come on. It's obviously not sexism or racism because... Nobody judges on that. They're judging on her policies and who she is. She lost because she sucks. Okay. Yeah. However, what's interesting is this is the Democratic primary. This isn't America. America didn't vote on her. Yeah. I mean, the fact is the your Democrats own people, did. your own freaking people are sexist and racist. Is that what she's saying? And the answer is yes. Don't you love it? Don't the, you love it? The left is saying that they are sexist and racist. Kamala Harris lost. In her own Democratic primary because of sexism and racism. The Republicans had nothing to do exactly with it, my dear. Right. Zero. Or anyone else you in America. Would have been on The View with them and say, and you're a member of this party, why? So if you were running for president, would the same thing happen to you with your own, own freaking party? So here's what happened. This, this Huston woman or whatever, Holston, I don't know her name. She was then challenged by someone else on The View who said, now, wait a minute. The America just elected a black president for two terms. You really think America is sexist and racist? Remember, we're not talking about America, but somehow they think they are. Here's her answer. Here's Holston's answer to that question. There's just no question that we did have a black president twice. And and I, I think that's wonderful. But I think the election of President Trump is is may prove my point. What? How does it prove your what? point? Does How mean? does it prove your <laughs> exactly. point? If he had not won, a white lady would have won. But even worse than not proving her point is we are talking about a Democratic primary, which, by the way, all the people in the Democratic primary, by definition, hate Trump. It has nothing to do with Trump. Kamala Harris, in your opinion, you whacked woman, lost because of sexism and racism in the own Democratic primary. She lost because she's a nut job, and the crap coming out of her mouth didn't appeal even to the to left. the voters, even, not even to the people exactly. on the left, it, you know, and exclusively to the people exactly. on the left in this particular instance. It's just so funny. The left eats themselves. This woman can't stand that Kamala Harris lost, and she has to blame it on sexism and racism, not because her policies suck, which is why voters vote. No voter votes on sexism or racism. They don't. America isn't racist. I don't believe the Democratic Party. I, well, I they don't are, believe, okay, they maybe are, they are a little they bit, are but, racist but I, don't believe, hell. I don't believe the bulk of the normal Democratic voter is right. I don't. And, and this is what's so ridiculous about this. The left wants to see race in every single circumstance, and even if it means throwing their own party, their own people under, under the, bus. the bus. And they and they do it all the time. If they would be colorblind, if they would, all of them just say, I'm, I'm going to, you know, my New Year's resolution, I'm not going to be an ignorant, moronic <laughs> racist anymore. That's a good one. My name is Al Green, and I'm a racist. <laughs> right. They should have, like, racist meetings where they all True. pack in a room and they each say their name and they all say they're racist. 
It's, Maybe they could scream out racial whatever and get it off their chest and, and walk out of there happy, breathing right. And, and we, if we lived in a colorblind society, it's you just what, what I, a wonderful world it would be. I think a lot of this is because the left doesn't like when voters choose wrong in their mind. And when the voters choose wrong, no matter what party it is, they got to find a reason why. And that's what the this voters is about. choose wrong. If, yeah. if, if the voters, know, voters show- choose based on, you know, what they hear, right? They et cetera. That, that, that's, it. that's that's what they do. They they make their decision and they pick their candidate, and that's their right. All right, coming up, you got to hear this university employee told minority students to avoid bringing white people into a dorm. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 wow. FM and 820 WNTW. I do want to ask you, <laughs> Secretary Lynch. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Lee, Richard Henry Lee. Love it. That's me. Virginia citizens and American patriots. This is my band, by the way. All right, so um, the racism continues. Al Green, the Holston Lady on the View, and now a university employee at the University of Wisconsin uh, told the students, the minority students, to avoid bringing white people into dorms. So let's, let's get this. Every story we're hearing... It's minorities who are the races. Well, yeah. I mean, there are white races out there, no question. But this is out of control and crazy. When asked about why she made this statement, here's what she said. I say things like, don't bring too many white students around. It's not to say, oh, white students are not allowed here. But it's just to say, let's make sure we're protecting the intentionality of this space. So she did say it. We'll take a few of them that we can <laughs> she hassle and... She admits she said it. Depress. Yes, she admits she said it because she did. Here she said it again. Listen. I say things like, don't bring too many white students around. It's not to say, oh, white students are not allowed here, but it's just to say, let's make sure we're protecting the intentionality of this space. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the most unbelievable. This is what's wrong. We allowed this. We actually let the left go crazy with this stuff. This woman Why shouldn't should that be, be a fired crime? immediately. Absolutely. Why shouldn't it be a crime to be the... I mean, if she's working for a university, that should be a crime. A crime? She's what kind of crime? A crime. crime? A class one wow. no misdemeanor way. with... It's free speech. You can say what you maximum want. Maximum of one year in jail. 454-1366. For being a racist Lee jackhead. Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Don't let's be silly. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. One of my favorite quotations about age comes from Thomas Jefferson. He said that we should never judge a president by his age, only by his work. And ever since he told me that, I've stopped worrying. Capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, 
We're the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Richard Lee. Richard Henry Lee, thank you very much. He was a truly unbelievable human being who gave us the ideas of freedom and liberty, which now are under threat thanks to Dick Sasslaw and Ralph Northam. And you can join us on Monday, December 9th, 1 o'clock at the Capitol Square as we uh, begin to rally for the cause of freedom and liberty, which is unfortunate, but, you know, liberty and freedom, they wane. They, they don't maintain without diligence. You have to be in the battle. If you don't recognize what's happening, it will go away. It must be fought for daily. Otherwise, it will disappear. So you have the you have the ability to come out on Monday, join the Lee brothers as we uh, protest what could be a very dangerous set yeah. of bills and laws that will make us felons. We're, that's in a, just, we're in a dangerous time. It's unbelievable. If you're a racist, you suck at life and don't show up. But if you're not, right. come on down exactly. <laughs> and join us. All right. Check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com, please, because there, if you click on the Lee brothers, it'll take you to our page there you'll find the myth of voter suppression, which you need to see this video. It's outstanding. And the details to the December 9th rally at 1 p.m. at Capitol Square, all at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly there. So you're saying there's no voter suppression? I'm, there is no voter suppression. You'll find ever. the video ever. So w, the, lady, the, the, the folks that showed that. up in Philadelphia to vote for uh, whoever they were going to vote for, were stopped by the Black Panthers. That's voter suppression. I thought you said there wasn't. No, there's none on the Republican side. Democrats do it. Oh, yeah, Democrats do yeah. it. Absolutely. Voter suppression video found on WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. You'll see what Got I'm talking check about. Check it out, people. Very good. All right. Here's here's interesting. Uh, the author of the Constitution, this this guy, James Matt, small little guy. Uh, didn't really speak well. He wasn't a big uh, orator, really. Patrick Henry and others were better. But this guy was brilliant, thanks to uh, Montesquieu and John Locke and the ideas of Republic. Madison came up with this thing called the Constitution, which is interesting. And he said this, charity is no part of a legislative duty of the government. Charity is no duty of the government. I bring this up for two reasons. One is Ralph Northam has gone back on work requirements for the Medicaid expansion, which everyone agreed to here in Virginia last year. And Donald Trump has tightened the work requirements on food stamp recipients. Yeah, there's supposed to be some kind of work associated with for people who could, in fact, work. So what happened was... And now it won't happen. Kirk Cox and Todd Gilbert met with Governor Northam before the, the Medicaid expansion here in the Commonwealth. And they came to an agreement. The agreement was very, very simple. They made personal commitments to each other as long-term public policy agreement that there would be a work requirement inside the Medicaid expansion. This week, the governor said, not going to do that. He went back on his word. Kurt Cox said, quote, the governor and I made personal commitments to each other on the long-term public policy agreement. There wasn't an asterisk that said, unless my party wins the next election. So what does that tell you about public officials who wear blackface from time to time? <laughs> you can't trust them. Can't That's, trust them at all. Is that Mark Herring, too, by the way, then? I would trust, oh, I would I would trust, trust him Mark either. Herring exactly. as far as I could. That's, fr- it, throw him. This is sad. 
But now, see, the left says, well, if we put a work requirement, that just means less people have access to it. Yes, but that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Remember, the government has no business being in charity anyway. It really doesn't. This isn't the role of the government. I mean, go to the food stamp argument. Here we have the President of the United States. The administration estimates that the change they're making could affect 1.1 million people, which means they wouldn't be on the food stamp program anymore, which would save about $12 billion over the next decade. And you're working hard to put food on your family. <laughs> <laughs> I did perfect. that the other day. I hit Nate right between the eyes <laughs> with a dinner roll. <laughs> food on your family. He never saw it coming. So according to the according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, curve curve roll. Here's what Sonny Purdue said. He's he's actually running the department. He said this rule. Purdue is related to the Purdue chicken people. Yes, he said this rule lays the groundwork for the expectation that able-bodied Americans re-enter the workforce. Tastes like chicken. Makes sense. Isn't that legitimately makes sense to have people who say, "Look, you can work. Go work. Then you can be on the food stamps." The new rule, though will limit the ability of the states to use loopholes to get around it. It really doesn't change the policy. All it says is the state says, quit trying to find loopholes, because that's what the states were doing to get the money to spend on the food stamps. Now, the but left- here's the thing. The taxpayers in the state have to pay that money back. In some form. In some form or fashion, but they still have to pay it back. It, it, here's the issue. Should the federal government be at all in the food stamp business? No. Of course not. Yet, here's what AOC said about this. Alexandria. She's never going to love again? She's never going to love again. Do we have that clip, Mark? She's never going to love again. Do we have Alexandria, oh, AOC, talking about policies and government that let her down? There going. I was going to ask that girl It feels like rejection. Out. It feels like heartbreak. It feels like betrayal. And it feels like I never want to love again. <laughs> this is a politician. She never. Oh, my gosh. That's the first. Insane woman. Uh, you know, everything that's come out of her mouth so far has been a first. I'll wait to hear this. You know, think about it. Now she's never going to love again. I'll wait to hear this. What? One. Here's what she said about the food stamp policy that Trump just said. Quote, my family relied on food stamps. I love that one. I love that at the start of that. My family relied on food. So what's the point? You mean to tell me that the federal government's role, even if you relied on them, you could get other help from someone else. Anyway, right. Here's what she said. State. My family relied on food stamps when my dad died at 48. I was a student. If this happened then, we might have starved. Now many people will. She thinks that Trump's policy of working will make people starve? That will make them prosper. It will make them prosper. You don't get... It's unbelievable. This is how the left thinks, though. The, the, The left actually thinks that is the role of the government. You said they think? I, I didn't think they well, thought it at all. That, I thought I they just it, opened their mouths. I think it's a form of thinking. They just opened their mouths and it, let it fly. It's a form of thinking, really. I mean, it's I don't a form know. Of it's not just smart thinking. Maybe you want to clarify. Off the cuff. It's not smart thinking. Garbage. I mean, there are people on the left that are absolutely brilliant. And there are people on the left that are absolutely moronic. Brilliant? Where's the brilliant ones? I'd love to talk to them. I know some. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Do I get a chance to talk to them ever? I'd love that. I'll introduce yeah, you. That'd be good. So now many people will starve, according to AOC. She went on to say, quote, it's shameful how the GOP works overtime to create freebies for the rich while dissolving lifelines to those who need it most, unquote. 
What? She is so full of horse dung. What's a freebie for the rich? You mean when the rich keep their own hard-earned money through tax cuts, that's a freebie? Absolutely. You call that a freebie? Absolutely. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 <laughs> trillion a year. That's point. Tim Kaine, you're exactly right. That's a, you're right. That's how Tim Kaine thinks, too. It's a freebie. The bottom line is we're not broke. There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. That's right. That's right. And That's they want to come point. and take your, they don't just want your guns. They want, they your, want your cash. Well, you don't need that gun. You don't even need that you much cash. You need that gun, and we need to take your money so you don't go buy another one. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty <laughs> of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. You see how they think? So that's the, so, that's the left. How they, if you've saved up a big pile of money, they want it. Oh yeah, and see, here's how they think. They that's think as dangerous as a gun. You don't need that kind of firearm. You don't need that much money. You don't need that kind of car. You don't need to have your house fooled by coal. You don't need, you don't need. The first three words of a tyrannical dictator government is you don't need. If it begins with your gun, be very fearful because the next, the next rights you're losing will be those very ones. And if everyone had refrigeration, if everyone had air conditioning oh, in, in a refrigerator, if everybody's <laughs> raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. I don't think any... Boil I, over. I don't think we... We have more clips. We could play an entire show of nothing, nothing but more clips. than clips of the ignorant left. And that one right there might be the most ignorant statement ever made by a president of the United States. And we have Trump in office. That's a big statement. People call me Spock for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Spock was a brilliant guy. Well, Bro, Spock was brilliant. Sp and the actor who played Spock, Leonard Nimoy, was also brilliant. He's a great director. He, he was a great writer. How, how do you even get off on that tangent? I mean, now you're going to talk about Spock for 10 minutes. I mean, because it was a throwaway line. Said, he didn't, he didn't just mean insulted it. He didn't Leonard admit it. Oh, Nimoy. I see what you're saying. He insulted him <laughs> by saying, that's why they call him Spock. That's not why they call you Spock. That's disgusting. You're right. just a strange guy. And that's if an all that happened, aliens would be out in space going, space going wow. That's a uh, that, that planet's you're boiling right. over an, over there. That's an insulted. Should we spray it? Should we go <laughs> spray it with a uh, freeze spray? <laughs> that planet's boiling over over there. They're using air conditioning and cars and big houses. They come at, over with a free spray <laughs> and spray the planet down. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is this even for real? All right. So I just want to reassure the left. I, I want to make them feel comfortable with They're Trump's. They're not going to feel comfortable with Trump's no matter what stamp. you do. This, this, I mean, Trump cares more about people than you do, you leftist. It's just that he doesn't use your money. He uses his own money, and that's Trump, how he cares. Exactly. Trump has done so much. You know what? Where are you going to find another free president? <laughs> exactly. You know, where point. are you going to find one that's who doesn't point. want the money? A incredibly good point. You know, he's saving the country a ton of money because he won't accept a paycheck. <laughs> he's doing it for free. Right. A free and he president. Has saved I this, like that, Richard. That's actually pretty good. He has saved this country trillions of dollars. He has. Exactly. And... You know, we're headed headed in the right direction. More jobs. It's all good. It's oh, all man, it's incredible what good. he's done in no time at all. It's incredible. All right, coming up, uh, butterflies have uh, impacted our border wall. Yeah, I, I kid you not, if um, butterflies are now ruled by a judge in Texas, this, the wall must stop. 
Okay. Butterflies are beautiful. That's next. 454-1366. Full lines are open. 454-1366. I love butterflies. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Get me my lawyer. I've been humiliated. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. And I can't find it in the Bible, but I use I quote it all the time, and I keep reading and reading the Bible. I know it's there someplace. It's supposed to be in Isaiah. But I heard Bishop say, um, to minister to the needs of God's creation is an act of worship. To ignore those needs is to dishonor the God who made us. It's there somewhere in some words or another. Was that Nancy Pelosi? So Nancy tries to quote the Bible to, to enforce government taking from some and giving to others. That's interesting. There is a uh, Texas judge that has halted the construction of a private border wall in order to prevent imminent and irreparable harm to a butterfly sanctuary. I kid you're not. I wish I was making this up. Because I'd like it's a to parody. meet this judge, and I'd like to shake his hand because butterflies, whatever, are very special. They're so, God's creation. What are you going to run them you over? Know, They're not going to run. I they love can fly, Richard. They can fly, and they know that I'm their friend. When I sit outside and there's butterflies around, they come and land on me. Well, that's here, I so you don't have to worry about Texas voices border. saying, "I'm a butterfly. You don't squish me." You're a butterfly whisperer. That doesn't surprise me. Actually, at I have all. a dragonfly that was a friend of mine. He comes around every year. That doesn't surprise me either. He was my friend. The judge. Val- I, I'd snap my finger. He'd come and land on my hand. Thank you. It's perfect. The judge, Valquez. No game. I'm not telling you. Issued a temporary restraint order on We Build the Wall, demanding they stop building a private border wall next to a landowner by the National Butterfly Center. Quote, the property and rights involved are unique and irreplaceable, so it would be impossible to actually measure the damages caused by like butterflies? The wall being built. Butterflies don't damage anything. Okay, you missed the point. The judge is talking about the damage done by the wall to the butterflies. This is your hero here I'm referring to. I'd like to meet this judge and shake his hand. That's ridiculous. Him, so ridiculous. I once was a butterfly. And so we build the wall. Is I it, evolved. The water. Yeah. The wa- the, Sting like a bee, fly like a butterfly. We build the wall <laughs> is a private border Wall fund. I don't know if you know about this, but it, people fund it themselves. Yeah. And there's actually a construction group out there building this wall. Yeah, which I is built amazing. the wall. Then I realized there weren't any aliens around me. This, of course, has drawn uh, the left upset over this. So, one the of, left is upset. Yeah, the left is upset about the wall being built. So they come up with the butterfly sanctuary. Oh, I see. I see. So, Glasberg is the president and founder of this North American Butterfly Association. Claimed the wall could not be built in Texas due to the threat to the butterfly. Here is um, one of the guys building the wall. Here's what he said. We've got a couple of problems. All over the internet, we've got the butterfly lady who's up the street, <laughs> doesn't want the wall, fought the wall on her property. She won. What you people have to know is that you have dead bodies on her property, right near her property. Yesterday, they have a, what's called a splasher. That's where they steal vehicles, the cartel, and they get chased by the Border Patrol. They drive into the Rio Grande where we can't touch them. You patriots are putting a stop to that. We're building three and a half miles of wall. The people of Texas are rising up because we build a wall and fisher industries are going forward with this bill. We're not going to stop. We need help from the people of Texas. And we do. Screw the butterflies. Thank you. You need to get a wall up. Thank you, sir. 
There's plenty the of other butterflies <laughs> somewhere exactly. else. The butterfly lady. There's a butterfly lady stopping this whole thing. This guy, by the uh, way. You know, butterflies are intelligent creatures, and they'll see that they don't, they're not wanted there, and they'll move on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, yeah. uh, not so much like dolphins. They're smarter than dolphins. Yeah, you they, just they have wings. to listen really close. Anything that's got wings is smarter than they have to swim. Say. Would you rather have wings or swim? I think you'd rather have wings. I think the, the wings go like this, and then they go like that, then they go like this, so they can get the lift. Mm-hmm. You know, I've studied them. This guy who's building the wall, listen to his. He makes great points here. Continue. Building, you got to help out. We've got rogue priests running around, anti-Trump, anti-wall, anti-border. There are women and children on both sides of this border that you people are defending along with the Border Patrol and our friends at Department of Homeland Security. You keep up the good work. Don't listen to these freaks. There's something really wrong with them. Their moral compass is broken (laughs) when they don't want safety on both sides of the border. When a wall's up on the border, they're not going to come across. They're not going to get stabbed and killed seven times like the guy in the bushes a mile from here that we can't show. Okay? They're not going to have all the rape houses. They're not going to have all this. You're stopping everything. Magnificent job. Go to the WeBuildTheWall.us. Donate today. If you can't donate, share, share, share. Love it. You know what? You want to you get some Democrats' heads straightened out? Make them live on that street and in that neighborhood no for a month. I agree. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Where a comedy act and a serious thought collide. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap. But it's not an illegal alien coming into your town chasing where the butterflies were up. I don't even know what that means. It's a good time, I don't though. know what it means either, but <laughs> hey, I had to fill the rap with something. I don't know what. All right, check us out, please, at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. If you click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you to our page. The Myth of Voter Suppression, one of the best videos on this I've ever seen. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you there. And while you're there, get the details of the rally on Monday. Monday, December 9th. This Monday starts at 1 p.m. Capitol Square. We got Jackie Gonzalez, who's going to speak to us. Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And I, Scott Lee, am, I guess going to be the MC. I got to find out what I'm going to say. I'm not exactly sure yet. Oh, you'll think of something, believe me. All the t- <laughs> you, you don't have a problem keeping your mouth going. Nice. Nice. Well, that's true. Do you love me, or is it just the Of course I love you. That's why I tell you the truth. That's so true. If I didn't love you, if I didn't love you, I'd I'd tell you all (laughs) kinds of crap. Believe me. All right. That's all at WNTWTheAnswer.com. There you get the details of the rally. I can't wait to see you there and thousands of your friends. Good. I'll be there. Monday, December 9th. Starts at 1 p.m. Capitol Square. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Thanks for joining us. Be safe going home. There's traffic out there. I-95 is moving at a snail's pace between the I-95 and I-64 interchange. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe doing it. You'll probably be out Christmas shopping or something crazy. Tonight, stop by your favorite store, pick up some toys, and take them to the Toys for Tots thing in the Law Park Shopping Center. See you next Friday right here. I don't know what you're talking about. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer.
and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the U.S.